0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.39 and you are listening to The Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. And it's time for Trending Today, where we are asking you a question, actually... BFM Radio first asked it on X, and now the evening edition on BFM is asking it on air. Um, but we've been talking a lot about education, and I think it's an interesting question. What was the most useful thing you learned in school?
1: Yeah, it's a, it seems like a very simple question, but it's difficult because when you look back, you would be thinking, well, you learned all the subjects, and so you learn how to, you know add and subtract and multiply and and so on and so forth. But maybe there were things that weren't part of the subject matter of, you know, your studies. And it had to do with the social uh, context of school, right? And I think this is why first day of school is so painful for so many children, because they suddenly thrust into a very different environment. There are a bunch of kids that they don't know and their parents are not there to supervise them the whole day. There's this surrogate parent we call a teacher and so on. So I think there, there are many types of lessons you can learn from school. Uh, the question is, what stands out for you? I think, OK, so I, I don't know if I've spoken about this on air
0: before necessarily, but my schooling years were very informed. Mostly, I think about um, the social stuff, because I really liked reading, and so what that meant for me, in essence, in in the school setting, was that I frequently read ahead. So I was often ahead of, or in my textbooks, of where we were in the classroom. And this was across the board; it wasn't just for the languages. I usually read ahead. It was just something I did because I used to read everything. You know, I, I read the the backs of cereal boxes and my toothpaste as I was brushing my teeth in the morning. Yeah, I read all sorts. And so because of that, sometimes sitting in class, especially the more rote classes where it's uh, everybody takes a turn to read a page from, you know, oh, Sherat's looking at me with horror. This is not something you experienced.
1: I don't remember it. It's such a long time ago. We were clearing <laughs> away the cobwebs.
0: No, but but that's something that teachers would sometimes do. I think, um, I'm not sure why I can't speak for them, <laughs> but there were times where class consisted of reading, um, you know, and I'd already read it and I already knew it. And so because of that, the stuff that tends to stick in my mind has mostly been things uh, to do with discipline or cooperation or... At the university setting, it's more about how to learn than the specific things that I remember learning.
1: Yeah, so I think university is already such a a distance from that early schooling you get. And one of the things, I think, for children going into uh, primary school is that they get a whole new crop of authority figures, right, Uh, that are different from uh, people in family, right? So your parents, your grandparents, maybe an annoying elder sibling who thinks that they're your parent. Uh, and, and That they're... that feels kind of personal, <laughs> no, but okay. No, no, actually it was my brother. My mother tried the, in vain to, um, uh, you know, stamp his... Uh, to whip uh, you into shape. Yeah, stamp his authority <laughs> on me because I fought back. But anyway, the point is, um, for children, I think that the fact that teachers have a kind of authority over you is a shocking realization about the way the world is was this is this your answer to the most useful thing you learned in school that other people can have
0: authority <laughs> really? over me
1: yeah i mean i mean huh. i think it's something that you you come to realize, right? Because teachers can tell you to sit and not move. True. I mean, you actually... Or stand on your desk and not move. That's right. Or, Or as one of my teachers did, literally told us to hold our tongues when we were noisy. Like literally tell us to hold our tongues. And um, so she took the the idiomatic expression and made it real in the world.
0: You remember it so well, though. Yeah, now, <laughs> and I,
1: now I do. It's, there, there's now a flood of memories I'm trying to hold back, uh, Lynn, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, and I wonder if, in fact, when you cast your mind back to your school days whether, in fact, some of these... I mean, they're going to be a mix of things that you learn. Some things positive and maybe some a bit more negative. Well, look, um, if we look at the tweets in response, right, some people
0: went quite specific and subject-specific, in fact. Ken saying, Kamahiran Hidup. Plumbing, woodwork, electrical wiring. Harish saying the same thing and following it up with, do you know how expensive it is to get an electrician or plumber to do house visits these days? Which is true. And then Honey also says, sewing, cooking. So those also fall under Kamahiran Hidup, actually. Uh, followed by literature, Malay and English, so both Sastra as well as English Lit. And so those are the kind of topic related. I note that most of them are still very practical, not so much the the book learning that we we spent most of our days doing. On the other hand, Shireen is actually saying something that's closer to what you're getting at, Shirat, saying respect others when we refuse to, which is that authority thing.
1: Yeah. There's also Poe that has another. So wake up early is what uh, Poe kind of puts there. And I think that's very important because, you know, it's your first introduction to industrial life, really. Yes, it is. You know, uh, the, the routine, the need to wake up. Uh, the fact that the world will not wait for you uh, and that you need to get, catch a school bus or take you, you know, get into the car with your parents and the parents have to get you to school in time. And I remember as a child constantly being, because I, in when I, when 1975 when I lived with my cousins, I would always say, I wanted to go and have my bath last, which meant I had five extra minutes of sleep. Yes, uh, I, I was also not too fussed with being the first person in the bathroom.
0: Fazli says manners. And I think that again speaks to maybe it speaks to doing things or learning things even when you didn't necessarily want to the waking up early thing is interesting um i i remember and again this goes back to i learned ahead of i think many of my classmates just because of how voraciously i read and so there was were some, you ever
1: pelted for being an overachiever
0: no no i cuz i
1: helped people you see so, <laughs> oh, so I, see. I was i was
0: the person oh, who you were liked
1: for being an overachiever
0: because i helped because ah. i i gave freely <laughs> People could. In other words, people could copy. Um, so I, I think that the. What I find interesting is the ways in which some parts of school didn't make sense to me. Um, some things felt very slow or very, you know, dreary, but I kept at it because the structure of school forces you to. So maybe that's the other thing I learned, which is quite sad, Sherat. You
1: forced us down a sad path. No, I didn't mean to. I mean, I think it's in some ways uh, children who don't have this discipline. I will be maladjusted in the future right because because okay. if you if you grew up and you you were allowed to run free and wild and it's all the great stuff of of childhood uh, books or books of you know of holidays and you know you know blight and stuff but I mean if you don't have the discipline, you're really going to be out of step with industrial society, which most of us are kind of plugged into right so in some ways it's good and bad so Simple question today. Let us know what was the most useful thing you learned
0: in school, whether from books or otherwise. You can send us a WhatsApp or voice note 018 789 8899. You can call us 7733 2900 and of course, tweet us at BFM Radio.
2: Bias Free Media, BFM 89.9, the business station.
0: It is 5.47. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharad, And we're asking you today, what was the most useful thing you learned in school? Now, to be clear, it doesn't have to be something you learn from books because Sharad's was that others can have authority over me and that mine was... In the end, the industrial complex will win. So it's, it's getting a bit bleak. Um, help us make it better. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred with your answer. You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Sure. Thankfully, people are actually talking about what they learned. So <laughs> Nick in says in a happy way. In a happy way, Nick yeah. says, "I learned to learn in school. We were continue. We are continuously learning. So school give us the skills to keep doing that and problem solving, solving problems in life."
1: Yeah, I think that's of course the biggest lesson that you know you learn because a lot of people say you know what did I achieve with the math I learned in primary school or any number of uh, subjects you know uh, the life of an earthworm and I say the life of the earthworm because one of my first I think science projects um, which I really got into and I think the the idea that you could dissect life or there was this, you know whole question of taxonomy though, the, that was not the word that was used in form one but you know you get into it and I think the excitement that A good teacher brings to the classroom that you know that you kind of internalize and so that makes you a lifelong learner I think that's wonderful
0: that's and that I think is the value of of a good teacher right because it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're a self-starter who loves learning that that's something that can in fact be learned Uh, Carl on the other hand says to learn how to survive and excel with minimum guidance help yourself guys
1: yeah, th- but this is a this is a tougher one because I think much of our schooling isn't uh, about making you an independent uh, learner, right? I mean, that's come some that's a higher order skill uh,
0: until you get dumped in university and then suddenly find yourself
1: not having had those skills. I think that's something that we see a lot. Yeah. So the unfortunate thing is that uh, in the the rush to kind of get, you, you know, knowledge or, uh, or facility with, you know, kinds of subject matter. Uh, did you forget the ability for to teach young people to learn, uh, to explore, to be curious and have the facilities like a, a, li- a good library, but because to, today you can go online, to, to be able to search and such. So that's, I think, something that if you did, in fact, learn that, that's wonderful. Ooh, uh we actually have a voice note that's come in. Let's have a listen. This is from Shazwan.
2: Hi, BFM. Okay, uh, actually, I think school uh, did help me on uh, my social skills with uh, my friends, uh, with the teachers. Um, uh, it's, it's not really... I'm not saying it's not really about the subject, but uh, it seems like for me... Uh, the thing that uh, Maybe is environment But the thing that actually uh, I learned Or I got When I was at school uh, Actually is uh, A competitive uh, Instinct where I need to compete with all my friends in the school, in the school uh, to become uh, number one, number two, or number three. Uh, this is actually for me. So it's actually a different wide of view that people can see. But I actually it wakes up a competitive part in me where until now I'm being a very competitive and I'm trying to be more better uh, for, uh, from everyone. I'm not saying at each of the skills, mean sometimes... Uh, Uh, The things that I found out that I'm very good at I will try to be much better But uh, for something that I'm not really interested uh, Usually I will not uh, be a part of So I think uh, it's actually something that I really proud of Because uh, it helped me build the character that I am today Uh, And it always gives me uh, uh, a... Good skill that I can uh, later uh, implement in my life.
0: Shazwan, thank you for that. So interesting um, because the the notion of being competitive and having that be a driver for
1: why you do well. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way as well. Well, I think one of the things that school definitely does is it starts to rank you. Yes, correct. Are you first in class? Are you last Last in in class? class. And, you know, I remember, because that's just one part of competition, right? But immediately, again, you're put put into the kind of industrial society mode. Uh, The (laughs) other thing that, sorry to bring that up, but, you know, there was also this other thing that we used to do with every time the teacher was absent, we would uh, divide the class up into four teams and we would do quizzes. And this was like the big thing when I was growing up at Form 1. We wanted quizzes. And of course, there's a competitive spirit in that, right? I mean, there's a, you know, even if it's about the capitals of the world, you are driven by the idea that you're going to beat the other teams. We
0: also have, uh, well, on a lighter note, literally, Vincent says, dusters can fly.
1: So that's the (laughs) It's well, It's light, but it's also dark, right? Yes. Because that is, again, back to the story of, uh, you know, the authority figures and the, in this case, violence that they can, <laughs> the implements of violence that uh, they are allowed to use. I don't know if it's allowed anymore.
0: I, I don't know whether it was allowed then. <laughs> you know, people
1: just did no, it anyway. I, I, I went to school in the 70s. There were a lot of things that we could do then.
0: Yam says the fundamentals of maths. Often people say that whatever they learn in school doesn't apply, which I strongly disagree. The fact that we know how to put two RM1 notes together to buy a two ringgit kueh, that's what we learned.
1: Yeah, the fun. Well, I mean, Yam, I don't know if you're being facetious, but. (laughs) I I don't think so. Yeah, but I think the fundamentals of math are learning to to think about numbers. Of course, this is not higher order, it's kind of low order math, but. Still, uh, I think kids need that, right, that foundation. And it's in language, it's in math, it's in, in basically the ways to think about the world, to think systematically, to order your thoughts. These are things that school does. Also, um, I- I'm sorry to,
0: to do this, but how many times, throughout have you paid at a cashier a simple amount and found that people could not return the change to you without a calculator. Have you experienced this? Yes. Yeah, and and so I think yeah, I don't think this is facetious. I think that it is actually, you know, a fundamental that you practice because then you know that when somebody gave you 10 ringgit for a 6 ringgit item, you give them 4 ringgit back. So but I've seen people have to do the the calculation.
1: Yeah, but this is one of the problems with automatic uh, promotion in schools, right? <laughs> if you don't get your basics, um, but you still get promoted uh, down the line, you pay the price for this, uh, Azami. Back to the sort of authority issue. Says homework. The first
0: time, the first time I was given rumah in standard one, I just went back and did nothing. Uh, in secondary school, it became homework, then later assignments.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so this is it, right? It's. I mean, I. No, I think it's not so dark a story really, Lynn. It's because we're all being taught to be uh, to adjust ourselves to the larger society that we're entering, right? And so it's a it's a story that's positive because most of us aren't scarred for life just because, you know, we learn how to get up in the morning, regardless of how much <laughs> sleep we had or lack of sleep we had. I mean, I think those kinds of things actually pay off.
0: I like this one from, uh, this mixture of things from Adiha. Uh, practical Basic finance, saving up daily, do it belanja. Playground politics: the introduction to the
1: joys and pains of social interactions. Yeah, Maria, I love the playground politics because. Exactly. The thing that you learn, right? Uh, are you going to be in-group? Are you going to be in the margins? Are you going to be like the part of the odd
0: kids? Um, what gets you sometimes from the in-group to the margins or vice versa? What was the thing that unlocked the moment where people decided to ostracise or
1: welcome you? You know, you know it's that stuff. I don't know what it's like in girls' schools, but I went to an all-boys' school. It's pretty tough, I can tell you. I think it's tough in a lot of settings, actually. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, the daily do-it blunder is also a real thing because you have to ask yourself, do I want one small item every day or do I save it all up and then I get uh, an ice cream at the end of the week, you know, and that's the, it teaches you delayed gratification. (laughs) It's good. Wong says, I learned how to brush
1: my teeth correctly. Oh, well, that's an interesting thing because I think in school we did have classes on brushing teeth, you know, they, they, sometimes they would bring some somebody from the commentary and you'd learn something. I think oral hygiene was probably one of the things. Even though I am I can safely say my mother and, you know, the adults in my life taught me well. So I didn't really have. That's where I was. Like you, I had studied well even before the class started. Mizi says,
0: I learned the golden rule to do unto others as you would have others to do unto you. Um, I also learned the relativity of someone's sacrifice against that individual's level of resources. For example, a tin of condensed milk donated by a student whose father was a taxi driver and they had a big family was equal in sacrifice to a rich student whose parents could afford to donate hundreds of ringgit to the school's fundraising project. So basically, I learned about the quality of humanity that I think our current education
1: is fast-losing. Oh, that's kind of deep actually, Mizia. I I I think that's something that's not obvious to a lot of people, right? I think one of the things that does happen in our schools, or in any in, in in any way in the world, is you learn social social status differences. We we learn that some people are rich and some people are poor and their circumstances at home are very different from ours. Uh, it doesn't always translate into a kind of very nuanced position that you have uh, stated.
0: Well, if I could ask, um, who helped you understand that? Was it something that you understood on your own or was it something that um, it it helped to have an adult kind of point this out to you? Because uh, I'm, I'm not... Actually, it's not a judgement on you so much as it is a judgement on myself because I'm pretty sure that as a child, this is not a realisation that I would have had. I don't know that I would look at um, a a, a giant cheque and a tin of condensed milk and seen that level of relativity. So um, I'm just curious whether somebody, you know, maybe an adult, kind of helped you get there. Koo says, I learned and will never forget that Dole Syed stood up against the British. My dedicated history teacher delivered it so well. She said when the British wanted to impose taxation,
1: Dole said no. That's interesting. So that must be, what, in secondary school, I guess? Uh, I So this is the problem with um, Sujara. Okay, there are many problems with Sujara
0: <laughs> as it's taught. Um, I don't know that this was ever taught to me. Uh, or at least not in
1: these terms, certainly. Yeah, so the way... Well, in the early, what is it, with the late 70s, uh, I would, did do history, but in, in primary school, uh, 4, 5, 6, and we did kind of world history. We only got to the Malayan Malaysian uh, history in, in Form 1. But yeah, I mean, I think, and I think what's important here is not just the, the question of the man who stood up against British taxation, but the fact that you had a teacher who delivered that story and that it stuck in your mind.
0: Delivered it so well that you remember it all these years. Um, I think a good rejoinder to that is this from Alex, who says, if you don't know history, it's as if you were born yesterday. So there goes the importance of learning your history and having good teachers. Okay, simple question today. Let us know, what was the most useful thing you learned in school, whether from books or otherwise? You can send us a WhatsApp or voice note, 18 You can call us, 7733 And of course, tweet us at BFM Radio.